Yes, you have to get your body back to functioning. Exactly. You got a functional training first. You have to always be in that mindset. Like you just went through something serious and traumatic to your body. Even if it was a perfect labor, it was very traumatic. And you have to go back to how do I get my body back to functioning how it should and then progress. Welcome to the Messy Mom Podcast by Fit Mama in 30, where we are all about ditching the idea of perfection during motherhood and embracing the messy, ranging from topics about pre and postnatal health, infertility, mom guilt, and the craziness that comes with raising a family. Get ready for 30 minutes of real, raw, and messy content. Let's work to embrace the messy together. Hey, hey, mamas, and welcome to another episode of the Messy Mom Podcast. It is just myself and Carrie today. Yes, yes. And before we get started with today's topic, I just wanted to say thank you to everyone who listened to my birth story. I had so many people reach out to me talking about their stories and just giving me their well wishes, and we had a really great response from it. So again, just thank you so much for your support. Um, We're hanging in there crew is six weeks. So (laughs) as you guys know, I feel like six weeks is like a big turning point for, I don't know, just like baby and mom. I feel like I'm getting into somewhat of a groove. Uh, I don't know if you felt that way. I did. And I feel like they like finally start to appreciate you. Like, I think it's like, maybe it's like between like eight and 12 weeks too is like the time where they start to like notice who you are and like reactions back it's just it's the cute it starts to become like the cute and you can see like all right you're not just this little blob that I love and you're yes care of but you can appreciate me yes bit. he's kind of starting to show a person yes. a little bit of personality in fact I was changing him this morning and I saw a little bit of like a smile and Aww. a coup and it was just the cutest thing so I'm definitely yes. excited about that Uh, But today, our topic is going to be how to save your core during pregnancy and newly postpartum, which I'm going to be taking notes on this myself. Um, But if you've been following us on social media, then over the past few weeks, we've been doing a lot of focus on um, just core recovery. And so we thought that today's podcast would be really good to talk about how to save your core um, just throughout pregnancy again and newly postpartum. So we're just going to be going over a few tips on what you can do to reduce the ab separation during pregnancy, but also how to heal after um, you give birth as well. So, it's, yeah, it just, it, while we talk, we, I know Bailey and I talk about this all the time and you're probably, guys are probably like, we get it. We <laughs> want to drive home this point so much because you just don't understand how important it is. And it's not a sexy topic. We always no. talk about that, how it's just not, it is recovery and what you have to do. It is slow and it's meticulous, but it's, it's seriously, I'm not, I'm going to go as far as say life-changing. We've talked about oh, my back issues and mm-hmm. just, you know, moms who come up to us and say like, they still feel like they look pregnant and it has nothing to do with their weight or postpartum body. It has everything to do with ab separation. Exactly. And even like incontinence, like obviously yes. like, pretty new, you know, to all this, but I'm going to just be super honest right after I had him, and I'm like I said, I'm only six weeks, six weeks out. So I still have a lot of work to do. But like if I had the urge to, you know, go to the bathroom, I had to like run mm-hmm. or I was going to like pee. My yeah. pants. Totally. And just by doing a little bit of the core recovery um, program, I feel like it's getting better. Like I can actually hold it at least like 
a minute. We can make it. <laughs> right. I can make it there without feeling like, oh my gosh, I have to get there now. <laughs> so yes, getting into all the messy details and everything like that. Yes. It's, I would go as far to say it's pretty life-changing. Yeah. Um, but we're just going to give you a few tips and I'll dive right in here. The first one is First of all, we want to make sure that we're reducing intra-abdominal pressure. That intra-abdominal pressure can just create a worse diastasis. Now, during pregnancy, like you've heard us say before, it's you will have diastasis. It has to happen, you know, for to make room for the baby um, as they grow. But we just want to talk about how to reduce that extra abdominal pressure um, to so that it's not worse, you know, during pregnancy and not worse after pregnancy as well. So one of the first things um, that you want to make sure you're not doing during your pregnancy or right after you give birth is sucking in. Um, you know, sometimes we tend to do this without even thinking about it or, you know, we've all done it. You know, someone's taking a picture of you, especially newly <laughs> postpartum. You just what you want. It's that natural instinct to kind of like pull everything in. But what that does is think about like I'm, if I'm holding a balloon that's, you know, already blown up, if I were to press it in the center, like I was sucking in, where does that air go? It goes to the top and it goes to the bottom. So that's worse for your core. It can create more separation again because it's too much pressure, but it's also going downward to your pelvic floor, which too much pressure on your pelvic floor is going to create issues as well. So we really want to make sure that we're really focusing on not sucking in throughout the day. Like I said, sometimes we do this without even thinking about it. Um, but the more that you can just be conscious of that, the better. Yes. That's it's, it's sucking in is like a huge one. Cause yeah, mm -hmm. we're, and we're trained like that, you know, yeah, like, for sure. Even, it's just, even if you're not thinking about it right now, like if you don't con like consciously let your abs relax, you're almost in that sucked in position all the time. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like I said, I mean, I've found myself doing it without even realizing it. Mm -hmm. So I've been trying to be really conscious, especially with where I'm at now to just make sure that I'm also just relaxing throughout the day and not just having that contraction and all that pressure right there. Yes. It's important. Great one. Um, yeah. So another one, number two would be um, something else that causes extra intra-abdominal pressure is downward facing pressure. So um Bailey and I, again, say this all the time. And the biggest thing that we talk about is in the plank position. Mm -hmm. um, so again, if just because you can doesn't mean you should. Um, and that's especially when it comes to this one, because, you know, we got a lot of strong mamas out there, a lot mm -hmm. of strong moms in this community. And we know that you can do full planks, full push-ups, full side planks um, during pregnancy. You totally can do them but you really shouldn't. Um, mm -hmm. Even if you're performing them properly, even if you know exactly what to do, um, you're, you're, this downward facing pressure is putting so much pressure um, on that linea alba, which is what we were just talking about, and causes those abs to separate farther than they're, than they're going to do anyway. So we always say, once you develop a noticeable belly, so your first trimester, honestly, you don't need to modify anything. Mm -hmm. um, but by like mid-second trimester, um, and definitely toward the end, you want to regress back to planks on your knees, um, side planks, don't even do full pl side planks, um, and push-ups. You want to do everything on your knees so that you're not putting all that extra pressure um, in that downward facing position because it's just, it's one of the absolute worst positions mm -hmm. um, for pressure. Yeah, because it's all just going straight to the center and what's in the center, your stomach, where yeah. the baby is growing obviously. So it's just too much and, and you'll be able to feel it too. And oh, yeah. sometimes you can even see some like coning or doming 
when you're doing that as well, which is if you're seeing that, then that's a sign that you need to regress even, even further, um, or just simply just don't do that exercise until you have core stability or, um, you know, your new, your postpartum and your core is healed. Yeah. Like, yeah. So even, so even just like you said, even postpartum, um, not good idea to do until you've, you know, progressed your way back up from recovery. Um, like, you know, there's no way you're doing planks right now. Right, Bay? Oh, <laughs> can no, you imagine? No, no. no, I, no, I'm not ready for that just no. yet. <laughs> no. no, maybe in a couple of weeks we'll see, but, um, yeah, no, not yet. Not yet. You're not quite And there. that's okay. That's okay. And I feel like, you know, I mean, for me, I'm like, gosh, I really do want to start working out again. I definitely feel that itch, you know, yeah. and I definitely feel like I could, I was talking about this on our stories the other day, but I know that I shouldn't because I haven't given the proper time, um, to really heal everything or at least bring it back together as best as I can. For sure. And I, I also like to say that because we feel like, you know, everyone loves planks, like planks and pushups are most people's go-to exercise when they're at home. And, you know, mm-hmm. when you're newly postpartum, you're at, at home a lot with baby on the floor. So I know a lot of moms who are you coming up saying like, yeah, I'm back into it. I'm, you know, when the baby's on the floor, I'm doing like planks and pushups and it's just something that you have to hold back on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Give yourself some time. Totally. You'll get there. <laughs> so the next point is having weak core canister muscles. So your core canister is your, the entire trunk of your body, including your pelvic floor. So if you follow us, you know, we talk about, um, you want to make sure that you are strengthening your core, even during pregnancy. No, we're not talking about like standard crunches or, you know, planks on your toes, like we just discussed, but we're talking about things like 360 breathing. Um, if you, are following us on Instagram. We have so many videos about this on our reels, on our IGTV, just on our page in general. But that 360 breathing really focuses on tuning in your core and your pelvic floor together so that they're working to create stronger muscles. And it's also going to help you reduce intra-abdominal pressure, the stronger your core muscles are, and also help strengthen your pelvic floor as well, which is even more important probably in the postpartum period, just because obviously a lot happens during um, birth, labor, and delivery. Even if you've had a C-section, you know, there's still a lot of pressure that's being put on your pelvic floor throughout pregnancy. So 360 breathing is a great way to help strengthen strengthen those core canister muscles. And that's just going to, again, help you uh, help save your core throughout pregnancy, but also in the postpartum period and just make healing um, that much better. Yeah, that's a great one. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot, like I said, go to our page. We have so many videos on it. And, and you will be shocked um, how sore your core is when you do those. Like, and your pelvic floor, especially oh postpartum. I can attest to that. It is it is crazy. You think of like, you know, you got to go all out doing all these different crazy ab exercises. Try some core canister pumps and let me know how your abs feel the next day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's great. And, and like Carrie said, kind of at the intro of this, is core recovery and you know, these type of breathing exercises, is it fun to do? No. No. Is it like this hardcore workout that you feel like super accomplished after? No, but it's the best thing that you can do for yourself during pregnancy and newly postpartum. I know it's not sexy. It's not fun, but you have to think of it 
as like physical therapy for your body, especially in the postpartum period, because your body just went through trauma at that point. And as we've talked about before, when you tear your ACL, you're not, you know, going straight into HIIT workouts. No, you're probably in physical therapy, taking it very slow. The same thing has to be applied to um, pregnancy and newly postpartum as well. Yes. You have to get your body back to functioning. Exactly. You got a functional training first. You have to always be in that mindset. Like you just went through something serious and traumatic to your body. Even if it was a perfect labor, it was very traumatic. And you have to go back to how do I get my body back to functioning how it should and then progress. Exactly. Because yeah, like we've, we've talked about mine. Like I didn't, we didn't, I didn't know any of this information after the birth of my first daughter who's six, but Bailey and I got certified after the birth of my second child. And I went straight into core recovery. I was like, okay, I'm doing this the right way. And I didn't realize like, yes, my abs looked back together. I mean, you, for everyone else's, you know, from their perspective, my abs looked normal. I felt like they were back together, but I was having crazy low back pain. Mm -hmm. Um, and it wasn't until I went through our entire course and it was slow. I'm not going to lie. Like it is painful once you realize (laughs) like you're already in the groove and you're ready to get going. And then it's like, okay, let's go. But it is like you said, it's physical therapy. And we all know that Physical therapy is not always the sexiest activities, but it works. <laughs> There's mm-hmm. a reason they work. Exactly. And I think for me right now, I mean, truly, you're not supposed to test yourself for a diastasis after, you know, you give birth until six weeks, which is like exactly what I am today, actually. Mm-hmm. Crew is literally six weeks old today. Um, and honestly, my ab separation isn't that bad. It's not necessarily considered diastasis. However, the depth, like right above my Mm -hmm. belly button and below my belly button is pretty, I can like, it sounds gross, but it's true. Sink my fingers down relative, you know, pretty deep. I feel like, um, and that can, and that's still diastasis. So just because the separation might not be there, that you need to also test the depth too, which we talk about a lot in our core recovery course and program and on our page as well. So that's something to consider. And we show you how you can test yourself too. So just something to consider. I wanted to throw out there. Yeah, for sure. Okay. The next one is, um, you might think it has nothing to do with your core, but it actually has everything to do with your core. And that's, um, alignment shifts, shifts that can cause this extra intra-abdominal pressure. So, um, the biggest thing here is, data and this is day to day. So, you know, a lot of Mm -hmm. these are like, you know, don't do this, don't do this. This is your day to day movement. Um, so for alignment shifts, you want to try to avoid anything that pulls you out of neutral alignment. Um, so neutral alignment, there's kind of, let's talk about what that is first. So there's two kind of elements to neutral alignment. There's vertical stacking. So you would, you always want to try to keep your, um, a straight line from your ear to your shoulder to your hip, to your knee, to your ankle. So those are the points that you kind of want to reference. And you always want to keep a th- about, think about trying to keep those all in a line. Um, so that's the biggest part. So think about that. Go to day-to-day motion, mo- like day-to-day motions when you're, you know, picking up laundry baskets, picking up your baby, doing dishes, like twisting to get stuff. Anytime you shift out of neutral alignment, you're putting extra pressure where you don't really want it. Mm-hmm. Um, another piece of that is a, having a neutral pelvis. So if you think of having two headlights like on your hip bones or you or you know, you want your flashlights, your lights facing forward. So you don't want them tilted forward facing the ground and you don't want them tilted up toward the ceiling. You want them kind of just a neutral. Um, 
we, again, there's a ton of videos on our Instagram. Um, in our course, we talk about how you find this position because everyone's is going to feel a little bit different. Neutral to you is not going to be neutral to me just based on, you know, spinal curvature. There's so many things that go into it. Mm -hmm. Um, so a great way to find it is like, if you go stand up against a wall where everything's in line and then you just take a step right away, that's your neutral alignment. You don't want your, you don't want too much flexion. You don't want too much extension. Um, so just trying to stay in this position, uh, and that this isn't just for extra, um, intra-abdominal pressure. This is for, this is probably the most common cause of all any pregnancy related pain you can think of lower back Mm -hmm. pain, SI joint pain. Um, obviously diastasis, pelvic floor dysfunction, all these things are really driven by the shifts in your body. So the more you can stay in neutral alignment, the less of these aches and pains, um, that, that are going to cause, cause out of neutral alignment, your body's, your body's weaker when you have it out of neutral alignment, it functions really well when everything is in nice neutral alignment. Mm-hmm. Um, so just something to think about. It's, and it's like you, it's easy when you're thinking about it, but it's, it's the reason you have to really train this is because you're not, you know, your day-to-day actions, you just go quick. It's like, just pick up that laundry basket, just pick up the baby. And you're not, Mm -hmm. you're not really thinking about being aware of where your body is. Mm -hmm. And then you're wondering, oh, my back hurts. Why? Why? You're like, I didn't do anything. Well, you have to look at your alignment throughout the day. And this is even like in pregnancy, you know, how you get out of bed, how you get out of the car. Um, Those things do matter. And because we do those every day, right? So it's those little tiny, you know, things that you have to consider. Um, and there is a correct, whether you thought this or not, there's a correct way to get in and out of bed (laughs) during pregnancy and newly postpartum too. As well. So yeah, that's, that's definitely something that I've really had to think about is like, even when I'm picking him up, you know, I'm like, Oh gosh, my shoulders are way rounded. You know, I need to like bring them back. And, and it's because I know this, but had I not known this, you know, I can understand why there's so many aches and pains during pregnancy, but also after too, especially in nursing, you oh, know, you're nursing. tired. <laughs> you're just like, how you're hard slumped is it over think? neck yes. is down. Like, yeah. Getting up in the middle of the night, trying to feed and you're like, yeah, like the last thing you're thinking about is are my shoulders hunched for, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, where- yeah. Where's my bed? Exactly. I need to do some breastfeeding stretches. I think we have some on our page and maybe yes. I'll do some more. <laughs> They're great. Um, so the next um, tip is breath holding. So we definitely want to make sure that we're not holding our breath because, again, think about a balloon. The more you know breath that you keep blowing into that balloon, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Well, if we're holding our breath, it's the same type of thing. It's just too much pressure that can build up over time. And this is just kind of like sucking in. You do this without thinking of it. Um, in fact, when I, we were doing our newborn photos, I was holding my breath like as I was smiling. I was like, why am I? <laughs> holding my breath. I was like, why am I doing this? And I found myself kept, you know, I kept doing it. Um, but again, that breath holding just creates too much pressure throughout your core. So just try to be conscious of that. Like I said, it's kind of easier said than done, but it's just something you have to try to think about throughout the day. And when you do it, be like, why am I doing this? And then just remember to relax because we don't want all that pressure building up throughout the core because it can, again, cause worse diastasis, but also too much pressure to your pelvic floor as well. Oh, yes. <laughs> holding breath, holding your breath during pictures. I know it's so true. Yeah. I don't know why. I, like, <laughs> I know. And I kept saying like, I'd be smiling and then I'd be like, <gasps> and I'm like, why am I holding my breath? <laughs> why am I out of breath for striking a pose? I know, I know. I know. And I, people tend to do this like when they're doing dishes too, standing there, they like clench, you know, you kind of clench your, your booty and you're just yep. holding your breath. And then you have, that's why like when you're doing dishes or folding laundry, like you have really bad back pain. Um, just, 
I find myself in those situations holding my breath and I'm like, why am I doing this? I don't know. (laughs) It's like, just breathe, just breathe. So when you're doing day-to-day activities like that, um, just remember to breathe and just try to be as conscious of it as you can. For sure. And then our last one. um, So there's four, four elements to this. So you want to avoid spinal flexion, extension, and twisting three, three things. Um, (laughs) So what are these? Let's go through them. So spinal flexion. So flexion of the spine, that would be examples would include sit-ups and also anything in C-curve. So a lot of people I know, um, whether you go to classes or Mm -hmm. if you do this at home, everyone thinks C-curve is a safe position because it's, you know, it's not, not when you're pregnant, Um, not when you're pregnant, not when you're newly postpartum, it puts a lot of pressure on those abs. So you, those are things. So anything that, that makes your spine in that flex position. So full sit-ups and C-curve, honestly, even crunches, you shouldn't be really be doing crunches. No, um, that's flexion of your spine and you want to avoid that. Um, you also want to avoid the opposite, which would be extension. So that would be anything that like makes your back. I mean, I, I hope a lot of like you are out there. Yeah. I hope you're I hope you, uh, pregnant mamas aren't out there doing back handsprings. Oh and my gosh. Doesn't that That's, sound horrible? Oh uh, yeah. Oh no. man. I can feel my abs splitting <laughs> like as, and I'm not, okay. and I'm, I'm six years postpartum and I can feel my abs splitting. Yeah. No um, yeah. So nothing like that. So no, not, not that you'll be doing back bends, but that also goes for, um, like a simple, like an up dog stretch, you know? So if you're doing yoga and yes, it's low impact and it feels safe. <laughs> But um, a full up, down, um, up dog would not be, that wouldn't be something you should be doing. Mm -hmm. Um, That also goes for side bending. So like, you know how we love to do oblique, like side bends. Um, Mm -hmm. That's that's another way that you have um, uh, extension of your spine. So extending it to the side. So again, it's it's taking your body out of that nice neutral alignment um, and you want to avoid all of those. Um, And I guess the last thing that's not, I didn't say it at front, but rotation is the other thing. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's, that's again, takes you out of neutral alignment. So that is where, um, it's a rotation where you're disassociating, disassociating your hips. It's a hard word to say. (laughs) (laughs) Disassociation of your hips and shoulders. So for instance, if you twist to the side, if you twist your shoulders to the side, but you leave your hips facing forward, that's disassociation. Again, that's creating, you can, I mean, you can, now that you're, if you're aware of your body, you can feel how the pressure, like, again, if you're breathing properly, doing it now is fine for, with, for me, but if you are seven months pregnant, there's no way to do that. You need to twist yeah. your entire body. Um, cause you kind of have a, a big baby in there. And I feel like the most common like movement is like when you're putting your seatbelt on. Yeah. Like you're a- like reaching back, like, especially if you already have a child and you're pregnant, like if you're reaching back, you know, when they're in their car seat to try to give them something or if when you're driving or whatnot, I mean, that's not safe. Don't do that. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that those are the most common motions, you know, is when you're, there's that disassociation of the shoulders and it's hard because you're sitting down, right? But you want to try to move the hips with the shoulders if you can. Definitely. you're doing that. That's a good one. That's a good call out. Yes. Um, But yeah, so anything like that is putting, um, it's added stress on that linea alba. So that's that middle, with the middle part of your abs we were talking about that it's going to separate, but the Mm -hmm. less you, the less, like when you can, you know, kind of minimize all of the things we've talked about today. Um, and minimize the excess pressure you're putting on your core, the better you're going to be. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So we went over a lot. I know that was a lot. Yeah. That's that a lot of stuff. information thrown it's, at you. It's but. a lot of information. <laughs> but um, And I know a lot of these are hard to explain as we're talking, but these are just, these are things that you don't think about. When you think of 
you know, core exercises, we, we think of like the traditional stuff that we shouldn't be doing. So today's podcast was more about, it's way more than just sit-ups. It's way more than just planks. There's so many things that go into this. Um, and just like everything, the more, you know, the better you're off. So if you, if you can know these things and you can put these into practice, um, and you can avoid ab separation even farther than it's, you know, it's going to, it's going to separate, but the degree to which it separates to, to some extent can be controlled, um, by doing things like this, like mm-hmm. we just talked about today. Mm-hmm. And we have a great infographic that on our page that has all of these too. If you want to go back and look at that and by our page, I mean, Instagram fit mama and 30. So if you, you know, if you're like, wait, what did they say? You can go to our Instagram and there's that infographic there that lists every single one. For sure. And we have, we have a ton of posts on this. So if you're, Mm -hmm. if this is something, you know, it's kind of, you know, really hit home to say like, oh, I really need to look into this. There's a lot of information on our Instagram. Um, There's videos, there's infographs. So just kind of take a look at those. Um, And of course we have our core recovery course. So if you're like, Mm -hmm. okay, this is great. Like I need, how do I get neutral alignment? What are the things I should be doing to work on my pelvic floor? We have an entire course on this. It's a core recovery course. um, And it's even separate than postpartum. So even if you're like, you know, I'm four years postpartum. I don't, I can't be doing, that was me. I was, I had already had a child and a second one when I started my core recovery course and it was life-changing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's never too late to start. Don't think, okay, well, you know, this is great. I'm no longer pregnant. I did all these things. So did I, you know, mm-hmm. unfortunately I didn't know better either my first pregnancy, but when you know, now you can go back and you can actually start to heal it. Exactly. And if you find us during pregnancy are, um, pre and postnatal, we talk all about neutral alignment. So how you can reduce all of this during pregnancy. And then also, obviously, the postpartum program includes the core recovery as well. And if you find us postpartum, then we just have the postpartum program too, which obviously includes, um, you know, talking about neutral alignment again, and kind of just reiterating all of that as well as the core recovery section. And a spoiler alert. (laughs) Um, we're getting ready to launch something pretty awesome. So you can obviously buy the postpartum and core recovery course, um, anytime you want. Um, but because Miss Bailey is going <laughs> to be and is postpartum right now, she wants to lead a small group coaching program. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because like we said, you guys, these exercises are not sexy. They are yeah. not fun, but they are something you have to do and you have to stay consistent. So Bailey was, and I need accountability and Bailey needs accountability. Yeah. We all, we all need a little accountability in our life. So we are going to do a small group coaching where Bailey's going to come on, um, you know, once a week and do live zoom sessions to kind of answer your questions. We're just going to be available. Bailey's going to be your accountability partner and taking you through it because she's in it. She knows how there with, you know, yes. So it'll just be a lot. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to make it fun because it needs to be fun. And, but you have to, you have to do these consistently to work. You can't do this, these moves one time and expect results. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. that's not the way it works. That's so, not how anything works. No, <laughs> it really isn't. It's kind of sad. I know. I wish. <laughs> I wish it did. I know. But yeah, so that we are launching that in just a few weeks. So stay tuned for information on that. You'll you'll start to see us posting more on that. You can um, sign up and join the small group coaching. Whoop, whoop. Yes. But that is all we have for you today. Um, if you are enjoyed this podcast and you enjoy hanging with us as much as we ha- enjoy hanging with you. Mm-hmm. If you could just su- subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, we would be very grateful or share with a mama friend who you know is maybe going through this stage and could really benefit from this information. We would love you forever if you would please do that. Yes, please. 
<laughs> and if you have any questions, you know where to find us. We're hanging out on Instagram all the time. You can always shoot us an email to coaches at fitmamaand30.com. Um, we are, we're very responsive and we know this is really important. So if you have questions, if there's anything that you're like, you know what? I really wish I could ask that. Please do. Don't hesitate. Mm-hmm. Or join the postpartum program if you're postpartum. Yeah. Like do a live small coaching and do it with me. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Love meeting new people. I know. It's fun. <laughs> It'll be fun. It'll be a fun stage. All right, mamas. Well, thanks for hanging out with us today. We hope you learned a lot or even just one thing today. Um, Until next time, we will talk to you then. Bye, mamas. Bye.